Good morning, and welcome to your Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. We live in a rapidly changing and confusing world of technology and media reporting that affects all of us, both today and will continue well into the future. So each weekday morning, we look behind the news to give you a brief snapshot of events and trends that matter, where they originated and where they're taking us. Today, being March 15th, it seemed appropriate to talk about the Ides of March. The earliest Roman calendar, which consisted of 10 months beginning with Martius, which of course was March, was believed to have been created by King Romulus around 753 BC. At that time, dates were expressed in relation to the lunar phases of the month, using three makers, Calends, Nones, and Ides. The first phase of the moon, the new moon, was denoted by Calends and signified the first day of the month. The first quarter moon fell on either the fifth or seventh day of the month and referred to as Nones, N-O-N-E-S. The full moon fell on either the 13th or 15th day of the month and was referred to as Ides. The Ides of March, March 15th, initially marked the first full moon of a new year. In the earliest calendar, the Ides of March would have been the first full moon of any new year. The Ides of each month were sacred to Jupiter, the Roman supreme deity. The Flamen Dialis, Jupiter's highest priest, led the Ides sheep in procession along the Via Sacra to the Arx, where it was sacrificed. In addition to the monthly sacrifice, the Ides of March was also the occasion of the Feast of Anna a goddess whose festival originally concluded the ceremonies of the new year. The day was celebrated among the common people with picnics, drinking, and revelry. One source from late antiquity also places the Memoralia on the Ides of March. This observance, which has aspects of scapegoat or ancient Greek pharmakos ritual, involved beating an old man dressed in animal skins and perhaps driving him from the city. The ritual may have been a New Year festival representing the expulsion of the old year. In modern times, the Ides of March is best known as the date of which Julius Caesar was assassinated in 44 BC. Caesar was stabbed to death at a meeting of the Senate. Caesar's assassination was the result of a conspiracy by as many as 60 Roman senators led by Brutus and Cassius. At the time of his assassination, Cassius, or Caesar, pardon me, was the dictator of the Roman Republic and the senators feared his power and that he might overthrow them in favor of general tyranny. He was murdered near the theater of Pompeii, where the Senate was meeting on the Ides of March. A seer had warned Caesar that harm would come to him on the Ides of March. On his way to the theater of Pompeii, where he would be assassinated, Caesar passed the seer and joked, Well, the Ides of March are come, implying that the prophecy had not been fulfilled, to which the seer replied, Aye, they are come, but they are not gone. Caesar's assassination transformed Roman history as it was a central event in marking the transition from the Roman Republic to the Roman Empire. His assassination resulted directly in the Liberator's civil war, which was waged to avenge his death. With Caesar gone, the Roman Republic was eventually replaced by the Roman Empire, which lasted approximately 500 years. 
Caesar's death was a closing event in the crisis of the Roman Republic and triggered the civil war that would result in the rise to sole power of his adopted heir, Octavian, who was later known as Augustus. Writing under Augustus, Ovid portrays the murder as a sacrilege since Caesar was also the Pontifex Maximus of Rome and a priest of Vesta. On the fourth anniversary of Caesar's death in 40 BC, after achieving a victory at the siege of Perugia, Octavian executed 300 senators who had fought against him under Lucius Antonius, the brother of Mark Antony. The executions were one of a series of actions taken by Octavian to avenge Caesar's death. The slaughter was characterized as a religious sacrifice, noting that it occurred on the Ides of March at the new altar to the deified Julius. Shakespeare borrowed this scene along with other details of Caesar's demise from Plutarch's Life of Julius Caesar. An English translation was readily available, but its precise phrasings <clears throat> excuse me, weren't quite dramatic enough for Shakespeare's purposes, where he had the soothsayer declaim, Beware the Ides of March. The soothsayer warning Caesar to take heed of the day of the Ides of March. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Muskoka's only non-profit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 FM. <laughs>